0: If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. Last week I shared a number of the one another verses in Scripture that talk about loving each other. And uh, I believe those verses show us clearly uh, how friends in the Lord should, should be treating each other. It's good to remind ourselves of those uh, often. And we can do that at all because the love of God has been demonstrated to us so clearly in the cross, the cross of the Lord Jesus. He demonstrated His love And then uh, his love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who's been given to us. So, but we don't always act as friends in the Lord should, do we? We don't always obey the Lord's commandment that we should love one another as he loved us. In fact, I think we probably fail at it fairly regularly. But praise God that we have a friend, eternal in the heavens, a high priest who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses, who demonstrates his love and his friendship. Constantly to us, and in this discourse in, in, the cha- in John, actually from verses, from chapters 13 through 15, but here in 15, in this discourse, he' is telling us, he's telling his disciples that although we are servants, and although he is our master and our Lord, that he's willing to relate with us, that he's willing to share with us as friends do. and he demonstrates his loving friendship by making known to us what his father has given to him to give to us. In John chapter 13, this is before the Passover meal. Jesus was washing the disciples' feet. And it says this in Scripture, When Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. So out of love, he gave the truth that he'd come to give. And in fact, he said, I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. He gave the good news to his friends, to his apostles, to his disciples. And it's interesting uh, to note, I thought, that in the Old Testament, the expression the friend of God is used only uh, one time and of one person. It's used of Abraham, and the actual verse is Isaiah 41.8. But also in Genesis 18, uh, where the Lord was um, uh, going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah soon, uh, the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing uh, concerning Sodom and Gomorrah and their destruction? So the Lord did not hide the truth from his friend, Abraham nor does he hide the truth from us. And, you know, as I thought about uh, a bit about, okay, what makes a good friend? I mean, a good friend in the Lord, but what makes a good friend in the Lord, a true friend, uh, which, by the way, should apply to all marriages, uh, I got to thinking, well, I I had five points. I guess I had six. The first one that came to mind was because I was uh, doing plumbing, which I think I've told most of you I really hate this week, and because there's water all over, and I had to keep going buying parts, and I thought, You know, and I was, for some reason, even during that time, I was kind of meditating on this passage, and I got to thinking how I need a plumber friend is what I need right now. Uh, But he didn't show up. Uh, But I did think of five other points. Uh, The first one was uh, that true friends can tell each other basically anything. You can tell each other basically anything, and they won't abandon you, they won't gasp, you know, they won't ridicule you, uh, but they share openly, and and they're vulnerable with each other. And a passage that I love on this is in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6. And in this passage, you can just hear Paul, who was crying out to the Corinthians. Uh, and this is what he said, O Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Now in return for the same, I speak as to children, you also be open. He was very open and he was crying out for them. They were, there was a restriction in their relationship and it wasn't from Paul, it was from them. They were closed to Paul, even though he was being open hearted uh, to them, with them. And I would ask, how open are you to your brothers and sisters in Christ here in this congregation and to your spouse? Well, secondly, true friends uh, forgive each other readily, uh, very quickly. They overlook an offense. In Proverbs 19, it says, The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook an offense or a transgression. His glory is to overlook it. That's his glory. Do you keep short accounts with your brothers and sisters here and with your spouse? Uh, third, uh, true friends, I believe, are just helpful. They, they just love to serve each other. They like to help each other and they sacrifice for each other. Galatians six In Galatians 6 it says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And he's talking about the law of love here and which was uh, previous in the passage that we read, the law of love. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So are you the question I would ask, are you actively sacrificing time and energy and resources, all those things, for your friends here and, of course, for your spouse? True friends sharpen each other. They sharpen each other and they help each other grow and they stay, help each other to stay on the their path that the Lord has then, and to be sharp in their walk with the Lord. In Proverbs 27, uh, 17, it says, Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Are you willing to be sharpened? It's one question to ask. You get the rough edges rubbed off of you. Uh, and the other question would be, are you willing to be used of the Lord to sharpen others? Um, it's not easy, you know. Uh, iron sharpening iron takes friction. It's heat. And uh, sometimes it's uncomfortable. And then true friends uh, sometimes have to say hard things to each other in love. Things that their friends uh, need to hear. In Proverbs 27, again, it says, faithful are their wounds, of a friend. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Now some of us are better at this, some are gifted at it actually, in uh, speaking the truth in love and speaking directly and uh, yet in love and telling their friends hard things. Um, Are you willing to let the Lord use you in this way, to speak the truth in love? But praise God, we have a true friend and a loving master, Jesus Christ our Lord, and he showed us what a true friend is. And we're called to love as he loves. And that kind of love, brothers and sisters, you know that kind of love is not possible except by his grace, which he has given to us and his sovereign work in our hearts. And in the Lord's Supper, we're reminded of the love and the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus. We're reminded of uh, the openness, his openness, certainly. He loved us because, uh, first so that now we can love others. Uh, we are reminded of his forgiveness and of his service, certainly, on the cross, and of his faithfulness, the faithfulness of a true friend. Let's pray. Almighty God, we come to this meal to commune with the one who loves us with an everlasting love. Lord Jesus, we know we fall far short of the standard of love and friendship that you have given us, but we come to you now to be renewed in your grace. And we give thanks for your work of love on the cross for us, and for your faithful work through your Holy Spirit in us to make us into your image. Lord, we long for that, and we exalt you and give you praise for making a covenant of grace with us. So, Lord, make us all here true friends, demonstrating your love to each other, for we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.